Let us pray. Dear Lord, we come to the part in our service where we hope to delve deeper, to hear your word, to have it lift up off of the pages, to have it speak to us, open our hearts and our minds that we might hear from you in this season and that you might provide nourishment for our lives and our journey. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to use for a sermonic theme today, the help. There's this cute little social media parent edition experiment where two parents sit in chairs and are asked a series of questions. The kids of the parents stand behind the parents and they hear the questions. When they hear the questions, they point at which parent they think that this question most likely applies to. Here are a few of the questions that are asked. Who is most likely to let you go out? Hate to say, usually that's the father, not in a heterosexual relationship. Which parent is more likely to give you $20 when you ask for it? Which parent is more likely to snoop through your room? Which parent is more likely to skip your event or sporting game? Which parent is more likely to bring you soup when you are sick in bed? Which parent is most likely to go out with you? Which parent is the better driver? Which parent do you tell more of your secrets to? Which parent has better fashion style? Which parent is most likely to be late? Which parent is funnier? And here's the one I stick with and it, I linger with. Which parent would you turn to if you got stuck in a hard situation? It's a cute little game that probably reveals very little and maybe at times it's surprising, but maybe it tells us what we already know. Like the kids in many of this video, most of us know who we turn to when we are in a bind. We know who is funny in our life. We know who we like to hang out with. We know who is in our corner when we really need help. This is where we enter the biblical text today. This psalmist is in a bind and he turns to God for help. The first seven verses of Psalm 25 are at the broadest level, a prayer for help. The psalmist calls upon God for relief from some sort of trouble involving some unspecified enemies. The psalmist asks that God might not let, that God might not let the psalmist be put to shame, that the enemies might not exult over me, that the enemies might not make me be ashamed. With no specific information about the identity or agenda of these enemy, there is little more to be said about the particulars of this psalmist situation. But we know that the psalmist is asking for help. In the context of relationships and our humanity, there is asking. There are times when we need to ask of others help. In the comfort of connections and ties, we find ourselves sometimes in a situation that requires assistance that is beyond us. And not knowing what to do, we seek out help. 
You guys remember the prodigal son when times got difficult and the prodigal son was out of money and down on luck? He remembered and decided to ask his daddy for help. I've seen countless kids of my friends come back home for a short stint until they can work things out and get back on their feet. They ask, they ask their parents for help. We are created simply in the DNA back to Genesis to need one another. And when things get tough, there's a climate for asking for help. On a global scale, it is so hard to watch the war and the casualties that are happening in our world. I don't know about you all, sometimes it's so painful, I find myself avoiding watching some of the news. It's hard to watch Palestinians begging the world to cease fire. It's hard to know how many people are dying weekly. I was listening to one doctor who says he's been going to Gaza and the West Bank for 14 years. And he says in all of his travel, things have never been this bad. He talks about going to the hospital in Gaza. And he's like, there's the regular people who have diabetes or high blood pressure or cancer patients. He said, but then there are those emergencies, injuries with traumatic amputation of arms and legs, limbs fractured, supplies running out, people in the hallway. As I listen to people talk, sometimes you can hear the machinery in the background. And yet these folks are asking the world for help. Cease fire. I hear the words of the psalmist a little bit differently when I think of what's going on in our world. Do not let me, God, be put to shame. And do not let my enemies exult over me. The urgency of the need pushes one to ask. During Lent, we also see that Jesus had, Jesus had his moments too where he needed just a little bit of help to go on. The psalmist clearly recognizes the perils of life. He recognized sometimes life is almost unbearable. He is confronted by his enemies. They could prevail, they could gloat over their victory to add insult to injury. Above all, he dreads the danger of feeling shame, which constitutes a major concern in the biblical world. The loss of honor is a debilitating situation in antiquity, as is the case in many parts of the world today. In verses 2 through 3, he mentions shame repeatedly with three words derived from the same root. From the psalmist's perspective, God should prevent him from being humiliated. What we can count on in this psalm is that we can always ask God for help and we can count on God's steadfast love. Verse six reminds us that God's love has been with us for a long, long time and it will last forever. Steadfast love is mentioned three times in this passage and it can mean faithful compassion that never fails. The psalmist's confidence resides in God's steadfast love that will endure for those who keep his covenant and keep God's decrees. 
During this Lent season, we can even observe Jesus took God up on needing help, and so can you. We can ask God for help. And if it's too hard to ask our loved ones or a stranger, we can ask God with no reservations. I lift up my soul in you I trust. Verse 1, make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. We can keep it real with God. I need your help, God. Lord, I'm in a bind. Lord, I'm not feeling my best today. Lord, I didn't wake up on the right side of the bed. Lord, I'm out here on a limb. Lord, you know my situation. Lord, please have my back. Show me. Show me the way. Whitney Houston, much like all of us in her own walking contradiction, recognized a need beyond herself for God's help in her song where she says, I look to you. I look to you. And when all my strength is gone, in you I can be strong. I look to you, I look to you. And when melodies are gone, in you I hear a song. I look to you. My levees are broken. My walls have come down. They're crumbling down on me. The rain is falling. Defeat is calling. I need you to set me free. Take me far away from this battle. I need you to shine on me. I look to you. I look to you, Lord, when all my strength is gone. In you, I can be strong. We can ask God for help. Oftentimes we don't, but it doesn't mean we can't. We can ask God for help and for God's steadfast love. I go through different apps on my phone where I play a game, and right now I seem to be playing Game Matchmasters. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that one. I started off winning, but my, my losing streak is going pretty good here. Matchmasters, though, gives me so many chances every three hours. So no matter how many times I lose, every three hours, I get more chances. Now, honestly, I don't check in every three hours because I have work to do and other things. <laughs> but it's there every three hours if I want to take advantage and if I want to request them. So even though I lose, I'm given more and more chances. My chances don't run out. Maybe that's the way it is with God's steadfast love. Maybe it's a little like a three-hour rebuke. It comes to us daily throughout the day, God's steadfast love. And even though we might not feel like it, we feel like we've run out of juice, God's steadfast love is there, continually flowing towards us. God's love keeps coming. It's available every three hours, even if we don't use it, even if we don't ask for it. And we can put our request in. 
The steadfast love of the Lord endures forever. God help me. So it's parent edition night and the question comes, which parent are you most likely to turn to for help? Let me say uncertainty is a part of our journey. The gray is a part of our journey. Interruptions are a part of our journey. Things happen totally outside of our control. That is a part of our journey. And sometimes one or all of those things can unravel us, leave us feeling frazzled. But you can always look to God. You can always turn to God. The steadfast love of the Lord comes to us again and again. And all we have to do, it seems so simple, is to ask for God's help. And right there, God's help is made available to us. Be honest in God's presence. We need help. We need divine intervention. We need a word from the Lord, and we read it right now. All we have to do is ask for God's help. Amen.